Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. And 12 minutes to go here in the first half as we switch ends here. Episcopal Academy will now move right to left. Malvern will defend the left end zone. And Steve, uh, an interception here for EA could really pick up their off- help pick up their offense here to start this one. Is It's kind of been a slow start offensively. Yeah, maybe that turnover will spark this offense to get going. Second down and six for Waylon and his offense. Takes the snap. He's going to roll to the near side. He's going to look to throw. He makes the catch on the near side of the field. Is number 25, Michael Gelasso, and he runs out of bounds, but he gets the first down for the Churchman. Chikachin in on the uh, coverage and tackle there, number five over the uh, Friars. And a nice roll out there by Episcopal. And their quarterback, Wayland, and completes it for a big first down to start this drive off. First and ten now from their own 27-yard line. Whalen has split backs in the shotgun with him. Three wide receivers. And he's going to hand off this time to Feliziani. He's going to try and pick his way through. But the Friars have been very, very stout up the middle night, Steve, as uh, Nassib gets in on that one as well. That's a great word, stout. And they've done a good job all night long. Looking number 57 among one of the players there, uh, Jacob Rabizzi. Uh, the defensive lineman coming in and making the play on Feliziani. So it's going to be a one-yard gain there. And uh, as you said, they've done a good job. Anything up the middle. So maybe uh, Pisco does something, try something outside or keep it in the air. 11.23 to go first half. Whalen split backs again out of that gun. Two receivers to the far side. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to look to throw. It's a little dump pass. It is intercepted far side of the field by Malvern. Prep number six, James Keating on the interception at the 25-yard line. Dangerous pass there and a bad result for Episcopal. Uh, I saw a little swing pass out to the side there. And uh, number six of Malvern Prep, James Keating, comes in and just picks it off. Great play by him making a play on the ball. Um, just jump up and grab it out of the air. So not a very good uh, play by Episcopal. They're off to recover there. But uh, give Malvern Prep great field position here. Yeah, Ball uh, at the 23 of the Churchman for Malvern. Hornybrook under center. Hornybrook hands off to Gallion. He's going to go off tackle to the near side of the field. He finds a big hole. Burst of speed and a touchdown for the Friars. Troy Gallon shot out of a cannon there. And there you go. It's uh, another sweep play this time. 21 sweep. He scored on the uh, sweep to the left side uh, earlier in the game. Scores it to the right side every time. He's pulling guards, finds a crease, and dives into the end zone, just avoiding a tackler. So, you know, right off the bat, uh, 
Uh, six points off the turnover. Dolphus' extra point is up. And it's good, and it's a 14-0 lead for the Friars. 11-01 to go first half. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. 14-0 lead Malvern here at Episcopal Academy. Dave DePasco on the sidelines with us. Dave, you had a really good view for that last touchdown run by Troy Gallon as he, he got to that second level and a second burst of speed was, was very impressive. Difference in the game right now is controlling that line of scrimmage. Malvern's being able to do that offensively as they pull those guards across and he just shot off like a can, like you said. Thank you, Dave Dolphus, to kick it away this time. It's a high end-over-end kick. is going to go back for it, but this thing's going to go into the end zone for a touchback, and EA will take over at their own 20 out of this well, kickoff here with 11.01 to go first half, Steve. And this is, uh, you know, familiar territory um, for the church. Been down, they were down last week. I believe it was 14 nothing. Yep. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're not... You know they they don't get shooken up by this. They uh well, they they come back from adversity and uh you know this this whole game is far from it. I know it's fourteen nothing, but I'm sure they'll respond here. Yeah, they rallied a week ago to put twenty eight unanswered on the board against Chestnut Hill. A little confusion as they come out of the pistol this time. Interesting set. Two root running backs split and then one deep. And it's a handoff. It's a flea flicker. Whalen has got his man to the near side. It is caught across the 50 by number three, Christian Feliziani. Down at the 47 on the flea flicker, Steve. Love the play call there after a turnover and touchdown on the last, uh, you know, drive. Uh, they come back with a flea flicker. He has a man down the sideline. A bit underthrown. Um, if he let him a little bit. Probably would have been a touchdown, but nonetheless, a big gain and a lot of momentum for EA. And they go hurry up. Whalen has got his offense on their empty backfield after that 34-yard pass from Whalen to Feliziani. Whalen takes the snap. Looking to throw, looking to throw. Throws in the middle of the field. Incomplete. In and out of the hands of number 23, Anthony Feliziani. Triple coverage that time, defended that well. I like the idea here, trying to score quick here, get the momentum back uh, to two deep passes. Uh, this time incomplete there, into some coverage, uh, but nonetheless they'll uh, play the second down here and uh, maybe they'll go back to the air trying to get a quick score and get some momentum. Well, they're a big strike offense. You look at a lot of the yards they pick up, it's on 20 and 30-yard passing plays. So 10.37 to go. Be second down and 10 for Whalen his offense. Butts at tight end. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Whalen takes the snap. It's a handoff to Feliziano up the middle. Nothing there again as the Friars seem content to force EA to the edges tonight, Steve. Number 30, Hunter Paulus comes in, makes a tackle there, and you said... Uh, nothing doing inside, inside the middle. Uh, very uh, good defensive front, front seven, doing a good job of holding this EA to very little in the running game. 
It'll be third down and nine for Episcopal at the 45 of Malvern. Three receivers to the far side. You have Butts to the near side. Waylon out of that shotgun. Now he's getting signals from the sideline to make adjustments here on an audible. Waylon, as the crowds start to get into both both student sections. Waylon looking to throw. He steps up. He's throwing to Butts, and it is caught by Malvern, but out of bounds was number five, Richard Chikachin. Incomplete. Wow, that's an interesting call there. I don't, maybe he's going to get his feet down. He came down with the ball. He was just on along the sideline. Not sure if Dave was able to see it or not. But uh, Dave, did he drop the ball or did he? I think he just ruled it out of bounds. I honestly thought he that was an interception. Okay, thank you, Dave. Dave right there on the sidelines trying to get us a good view. It's been a, a big advantage to have him down there. And Waylon's going to punt this one away from the 45 here. So, Coach Fairley taking the conservative approach. Now there is a timeout on the field. And with a timeout on the field and the Friars leading 14 nothing, you're listening to Marple or Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. So here we go, 939-14-0. Friars lead. EA to punt it away here on fourth down and nine. Whalen takes it. Here's a punt. This one's a very good punt. It's going to be pit, hits down at the 15. Going to take a churchman bounce inside the 10 and down at the 7 with 9.29 to go. The Friars will take over inside their own 10. Steve, a very good punt that time. Yeah, excellent punt right there by uh, EA. And uh, they're going to pin Malvern into uh, their own territory here. About the 6-yard line. So with 9.29 to go, down by 14. Uh, EA's got to make a defensive stop. Maybe win some field position battle. Get the ball back uh, close to midfield and try to put some points on the board. But it's very imperative that they... Uh, Keep any more points from Malvern, uh, to, uh, at least in this first half. Certainly keeping Malvern off the board here in this second quarter would be an advantage to EA. Hornybrook under center, one running back, it's Gallon. He hands off to Gallon, he goes far side, and he's brought down for about a two-yard gain on the play that time on that far side of the field. Looked like number 81. 61. 61. Um, Griffin Ernst. Comes in and uh, makes a good tackle there. So, Griffin Ernst, the freshman for Episcopal, getting some playing time. Nine minutes to go. It'll be second down and eight for the Friars at their own 10-yard line. Hornybrook comes out under center with a receiver to the near side. Wing set in the backfield. Man in motion. Hands off to Gallon. They're going to go off tackle. He finds a big hole. Gets to the second level, and he's brought down by number 33, 
Cody Russell, the senior captain, but a first down for the Friars. Gallon might be the fastest guy I've seen all year. I mean, we've seen guys, uh, Barley from uh, Upper Darby, and uh, yeah, he's patient. near from uh, Academy Park, but he's, as you said, patient, and he just once he finds that hole, he, his burst after that is is very very strong, and uh, he seems to be finding those holes uh, between the tackle and guard on on these runs. That seems to be where they're finding the advantage. Yeah, and the offense line's doing a great job at opening up lanes for him, the run. So here we go, first down and 10 for the Friars. Hornybrook under center. Man in motion to the near side. Hornybrook hands off the gallon, and he falls down in the backfield. And might have been setting up a reverse there. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were faking it. They definitely, He definitely clipped heels with the receiver who was going on a sweep to the other side. Yeah. It was Matt Brown coming along. I'm not sure if he was going to hand it off or and fake it and then set did, it up that, for later. That, that defense was flowing, so if he did hand that off, it would have been some daylight for Brown. Um, but nonetheless, he trips up. And uh, some like stoppage on the field right now. Looks like there was a... Uh, injury and Dave uh, down there on the sidelines. Did you have a view of what kind of happened there? Why Gallon was tripped up? That was definitely reverse first off, but yeah, he tripped over his own two feet. Okay, <laughs> simple as that. Sometimes it happens. Uh, even a quick guy like that, those feet get going pretty quick. And there's a flag that was actually down, and the Friars are going to be backed up even more here. So I don't know if maybe it was a legal procedure or illegal motion, Steve. Uh, I didn't see a call in the field, but uh, it backed up about ten yards. So in any event, maybe no, 15 yards. 15 so. yards. Yeah. So must have been some extracurricular after the play. Horny broke out of the gun now. It's a long first down. And it's a handoff to Gallon up the middle. He finds another big hole in the speed. He gets back almost the entire penalty. And then an extra yard, Steve. And he bursts through that hole once again. He's tripped up by number 23. Of the Piscopal Academy. Dave, another big hole down there for uh, for Malvern. I uh, found out that that was a holding call on the last play, and he is his burst through. He's getting they're getting great penetration. He has a burst I have absolutely not seen before, like Steve said. Thank you, Dave. Hornybrook under center now. He's going to hand off to Gallon around the end again. They're coming to that left side all night so far tonight, Steve. And he's got another first down, another 10-yard chunk. And keeps on, uh, you know, it's time to go back to their uh, wing tee offense. They're, uh, you know, in sort of a wing tee sometimes and out. And shotgun, a bastardized uh, wing tee. But nonetheless, Barley, or uh, Gallon's been their uh, workhorse all night long. And right there, takes a sweep. Up to uh, the EA sideline and picks up another first down. And Hornybrook will come out of the shotgun with four wide receivers. And Hornybrook takes the snap. It's a screen pass to Gowan on that far side of the field. There's coverage there. He gets about a yard. And number nine in on the tackle for the churchman there. That's Freeman. And here we go. It'll be second down and eight. Gowan's already over the century mark. He's got 15 carries for 115 yards, one touchdown, 23 for his longest. Thank you, Jim Allsman, entering our executive producer, engineer. And statistician tonight, he's jack-of-all-trades, ladies and gentlemen. Second down and eight. 
for Malvern inside their own territory. And a fumble, a snap, and who's going to be on it? Who's going to be on it? Dave DePasqual, you got the best view, and Malvern looks Episcopal. like they lost it. Episcopal has it. Dave DePasqual, thank you. He was right there, and that's what Episcopal needed here, Steve. Yeah, it looks like Mal- Looked like Malvern wasn't sure if it was a fumble or not, and yeah, it just rolled, and he, you know, no one seemed to have any urgency to get on the ball, and EA gets gets on top, and it's their ball with great field position. Dave, did you see who came up with that fumble? I wasn't able to, but it was a misheld snap that they weren't able to even recognize, and Episcopal was able to jump on it. So Episcopal has the football at the Malvern thirty, wailing out of that shotgun. Two receivers. Two running backs in the backfield. Two tight ends. Wellen takes the snap. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw a fade route far side of the field. Intended for number three, Christian Feliziani. He ran into a fryer, and that's cutting off the route there, Steve, and there's a flag. Yep, they're going to call out all day long. He cut off his route. Might have been incidental contact, incidental contact but... Uh, when a route's established, you have to allow the receiver to progress through it, and the fryer just kind of stopped once the ball went in the air. Yeah, he got right in front of him and changed up his route, so the ref's going to call that all day long. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty. And that'll give, or 15-yard penalty, excuse me, as he uh, marks it off right now. So pass interference gives EA the football with a first down at the 15 of Malvern. 5.49 to go in this second quarter. And the Churchman would like to get seven points to cut this lead in half. Whalen takes the snap, looking, looking, fires middle of the field. It is caught! Touchdown, Christian Feliziani and the Churchman. And this crowd erupts as Feliziani catches the pass from Whalen off the big turnover there. Just takes two plays there, Greg. And uh, with that, it's an eight-point game pending an extra point with five minutes to go in the first half. Dave DePasqua down on the sideline. Christian Feliziani establishing uh, inside position on that slant route, able to corral the football. Yeah, way in the middle field, dangerous throw, but he threaded the needle, giving Episcopal a much-needed touchdown. And kicking for the Churchman, Connor Ringwalt. Kick is up and good. And the Churchmen have cut the lead in half. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. 5.43 to go in the half. Episcopal just scored. On a Whalen to Feliziani touchdown pass of 15 yards after a turnover, a fumble by the Friars gave the EA Churchman a very good field position and now they will kick off 14 to 7 for the Friars lead 5.43 to go. And the crowd here is back in it, Steve. Yep, this uh, student section and uh, this crowd by itself is uh, all fired up here. Much needed touchdown, as Dave said. Ringwald on his approach. Kick is away. 
by Barley, actually picked up by Gallon at the 15-yard line. He's going to try and find a hole. He's cutting through players, and he gets across the 40, brought down at the 42-yard line by EA that time after the kickoff came from D. Barley. And D. Barley, the kicker, makes a tackle there on Gallon as this Malvern Prep offense comes back on the field. It's interesting, uh, Episcopal Academy has three kickers listed, uh, all who do different things, and, and uh, Ringwald set the football up that time, but Barley actually kicked it, so I don't know if that's something where they throw a trick in there at some point uh, to throw guys off. In any event, Hornybrook back out there with the Friars at the 42 on first down and 10, 5.37 to go in the first half. Four wide receivers set out of the shotgun. Hornybrook, screen, dump pass to Gallon. Makes the first guy miss on the far side of the field. Gets the first down across the 50 and brought down at the 44-yard line of EA. And the guy who just scored a touchdown for EA comes in on the tackle. Christian Feliziani, the sophomore. And uh, Barley gets that swing pass outside from uh, Hornybrook and takes it up the field along the Malvern Prep sideline for a first down. And he is that all-purpose back for the Friars. 14-yard pickup there, first and 10 from the 44. Hornybrook under center, hands off to Matt Brown, who goes far side of the field, now cuts back to the near side of the field, losing some yardage, stiff arms one man, moving forward, a spin move, leans forward, and it's close to another first down for the Friars. Wow. That is an outstanding run by number 25, Brown, uh, Matt Brown of Malvern Prep. I believe he told you it was a sweet play. He takes up the left side, doesn't see anything, cuts it back, has running room, uh, outstanding stiff arm, and then dives forward for a Malvern Prep um, first down. So a heck of a running, great effort there by Matt Brown of Malvern Prep. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Friars once again from the 33-yard line of EA. 4.40 to go, first half. Hornybrook under center. Out of this modified wing tee, Hornybrook, play action, looking to throw under some pressure. He is sacked for a loss, number 23, Anthony Feliziani in there. A big sack here in a big moment, Steve. Feliziani's are doing it all tonight for Pittsburgh Academy. A big sack there. So just when the momentum's going one way, it goes back another way. This has been an outstanding game so far. And a big play by the EA defense with just four minutes to go in the first half. Dave DePasqua, uh, Anthony Feliziani got a nice release off of that snap to get in there for the sack. And uh, having trouble getting Dave down there on the sideline. Anthony Feliziani, a, a good... Good release that time off the line there, Dave. Yeah, he's getting a great jump as that play was completely red early and was able to brawl him back. So it'll be second down and 16, Feliziani. Out of the shotgun, three receivers to the far side, one near side. Ball's near hash, low snap this time, under some pressure. Hornibrook's going to step up. He's being corralled. He's going to get maybe one yard on the rush, Steve. And number 53 of the D-line. John Minikazi in on the sack, and that's the second sack of the game. And uh, so EA, it was a gain of one yard, so not officially a sack. Uh, third down and 17 from the EA 40 for the Friars, and EA starting to get a good push up the middle, Steve. Yeah, and uh, it helps from a low snap there to get some pressure up there. And uh, 
Malvern Preps quarterback did a good Hornybrook did a good job of stepping in the pocket, but just got tackled. Hornybrook, three receivers far side out of the gun, looking near side. He's under some pressure. He's going to throw underneath to Matt Brown. Incomplete. Brown tipped it, and it almost tipped it into the hands of number 13, Jake Martellotti, but it brings up fourth down, Steve. And it looked like Hornybrook was looking for a screen early. So a three-step drop, pump fake, trying to get a screen, and, uh, and then another three-step to five-step drop back there and uh, no one was open. He just dumped it off to Brown. Great effort by him, just a little too high. It's going to be fourth down and um, you know, too long to go for it, even though you're in that no-man's land. Uh, but they're just going to punt it away and play some field position. Keating to punt it away. Feliziani to return. That's Christian Feliziani, the sophomore. Uh, Keating punt. High spiral, far side of the field. It's going to hit down at the 15 and take an EA bounce back to the 19. And Malvern downs it there at the 19. So 2.37 to go. And the Churchman will have 81 yards to go here, Steve, within a chance to tie going into half. Expect him to put it in the air. Malvern's been a good, done a good job stuffing the run up the middle early. Um, but with 2.37 to go, as you said, Greg, down seven points. Expect them to put the ball in their quarterback, Waitland's hands, and see what he can do. So here we go. Shotgun, three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back. Waitland, a quick snap. He's going to pitch it to the near side to Anthony Feliziani, number 23. He crosses the 20 and brought down at the 22 by a couple friars. And okay, number 53 in on the tackle for Malvern Preck, Jake Anderson, the senior linebacker. So it'll be second down and seven for EA at their own 22-and-a-half, 23-yard line this time. Four wide receivers set, shotgun for Whalen. Whalen takes the snap, looking to throw, looking, looking, still looking under some pressure now. He's going to dump it to Feliziani far side, makes one man miss, makes a second man miss, got the first down across the 35, across the 40, and run out of bounds at the 41. So a play that looked like it was broken, they end up making something out of it, and they get out of bounds and stop the clock, Steve. Yeah, and it was initial great protection uh, for Wayland. Um, of the, uh, the offense does a good good job, but coverage is so good. Malvern Prep finally got pressure inside. He looked over, found this guy Feliziani uh, towards the Malvern batch, catches the ball, turns up field. Just a matter of some missed tackles by Malvern Prep. Leads to a first down and great awareness by Feliziani to get out of bounds and stop the clock. Officially a 20-yard pickup ball at the 42. Three wide receivers near side, one far. Ball is at that far hash. And Whalen comes out of the shotgun now as he takes instructions from his offensive coordinator and signals to make some adjustments and as they read the defense no real deep safety set up in this one and Whalen takes the snap looking to throw he's going to throw to the near side he's got number 13 Jake Martellotti who gets tackled down inside the 40 to the 36 yard line another big strike Steve I like that play right there almost like a little wheel wear out um, by the EA receiver as you said Jake Mar- Martellotti and uh Big gain there. Clock will stop as the change moves. And uh, EA in striking distance. And they're going to keep it moving out of that no huddle here as the clock will now finally be restarted after the chains move. And now a timeout on the field here. 1.33 to go first half. We'll keep it here. 
real quick. Dave DePasqua. Dave, on that last passing attempt, it was a nice uh, pass through the defensive zone there as he dropped it into Martellotti's hands. And he couldn't be perfectly said by Steve as it, it looked exactly like a wheel route going to the outside. Both wideouts were in the same exact area, but one drew one going across the middle of the field. Thank you, Dave. Uh, we'll keep it here. we got Jim Allsman with some statistics for us. Now you got uh, EA has five first downs to Malvern's 11, uh, which you know, kind of tells you a little bit about the differential in the time of possession. Malvern has 14.25, EA 6.58, and counting, obviously, with this drive. But the yardage is similar. Episcopal right now is 125 total yards. Malvern has 169. So that's somewhat close. Um, the, the, the net yardage... Uh, for passing yardage is the big difference. EA with 108, Malvern with 33. Obviously, though, they have a bunch of more rush yards. 17 rush yards for Episcopal Academy, 136 for Malvern. It, it kind of reminds me of, 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 of an Air Force Army or an Air Force Navy game, Steve. One team goes to the air a lot, one goes to the ground. Yep. So here we go. F- empty backfield for Whalen. Whalen, these looks. He's going to throw a screen pass to the far side of the field to Christian Feliziani. He's got about nine yards. He steps out of bounds to stop the clock with 126 to go in this second quarter. And the number two knocks him out of bounds. Julio Delvin Prep. That's uh, Diamond right. And uh, just a quick uh, pass outside to the receiver, and he cuts up field close to a first down, but gets out of bounds and stops the clock. So EA takes over, second down, and about a long one from the Malvern 27-yard line. Whalen, two running backs split out of the gun for him. He's going to hand off on a crisscross to Barley, finds a hole. He's got the first down, and he picks up a little more and then brought down at the 22-yard line. And they give the barley up the middle there. Safe call. Get the first down. Uh, they're going to call timeout here. Draw something up and uh, try to put some points on the board for the half. We'll keep it here, there, and uh, Dave DePasqua down there on the sidelines as Mount, uh, EA has called a timeout here to discuss some things. They ran a nice little crisscross there, found some room up the middle. Finally, a great push by Episcopal's offense. They've been trying to establish the run the entire time. That time he was able to find a lane going off left tackle and try and pounce it back for the first down. Expect them to try and go to the air and try to go to the end zone right now. Thank you, Dave. And, and Steve, uh, looking at some of the video before the game uh, and this week, you, you kind of you kind of see Waylon in this offense. When they get in the red zone, they like to run a lot of slant routes and throw towards the middle of the field. We haven't seen Evan Butts, the big tight end, uh, who's going to UVA uh, much today, but it, it, they've, the Friars have done a good job of shutting him down, but you got to expect at some point he's going to find an open spot. Yeah, we've seen it so far in this game, uh, them taking deep shots, those slant routes, those seams down the uh, middle of the field. So, yeah, look for Butts here. A big guy you can just throw the ball up to and hope for the best. Two wide receivers out of this set. Butts the tight end. Two running backs split out of this gun to either side of Whalen. Ball in the middle of the field at the 22. Fakes the handoff. Play action. Throw back up the middle. Christian Feliziani makes the catch. And he leans over the goal line. Does he have it officially? No. No. He leaned over the goal line. But they're going to say his knee was down just shy. Very close as the officials were right on it. So that was close, Steve. And that was a great uh, throw by Whalen down to the one inch line. It looked like he got in, just stopped short. And uh, 
EA not going to call it. They're going to let this clock run up, try to put it in scoring before they have Cody Russell lining up in the backfield. The big captain fullback. Waylon fakes the handoff. He's going to take it himself. Is he into the end zone? Yes, he is. Touchdown, Waylon. And the churchmen have a chance to tie here with 51 seconds to go. First half. Crowd erupts here at Episcopal. And uh, that was a broken play. Uh, Waylon looked to uh, hand it off. No one was there. Just tuck it in. I mean, he only had an inch to go. And yeah. He just dove in with that big body of his big frame. Touchdown, uh, Piscopal pending the extra point. Dave DePasquale, while this extra point's going on, it looked like the miscommunication was Cody Russell moved up before the snap. He was initially behind Whalen. It looks like that that's who he was looking for. Yeah, he tried to hand it off to the right side. No, it was there essentially becoming key on back sneak. So how, Ringwald hits the extra point. They tie the game. 51 seconds to go. You're listening to Interact Football, the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You need cooling, baby, I'm not cooling. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you. 51 seconds to go first half. We have a tie ball game after a Waylon rushing touchdown on what Steve said was a broken play. And Steve, Russell was lined up out of that gun behind Waylon, and then he moved up and made an adjustment right before the play was called. Do you think that's maybe what that confusion was, why Waylon had the broken play and yeah, had to keep it himself? Probably, it was probably misalignment there, but you know, nonetheless, it, it, it ended up you know, working. Um, Although you don't want to see as a coach, you know, at film, you're going to still critique that, even though yeah. they scored, could, to get that right next time. because And it could be a situation where Waylon didn't hear the adjustment from the sideline, because a lot of these adjustments come from the sideline. Exactly. In any event, EA will kick off with 51 seconds to go in a tie ball game. Howling's going to kick this one. It's a low-line drive. It's going to be picked up far side. Matt Brown at the 13-yard line. Brown's going to come back up the middle. He finds a hole, and he's going to get across the 35 and brought down close to the 40 at the 48-yard line. And, uh, you know, ball to 40. Brown and uh, running back uh, Gallon for Malvern. Have done a good job here. Look for a big tight end here, Nassib, um, for Hornybrook to find. But we saw the leg already of the Malvern prep kicker. Uh, he was short earlier, but you know his extra points have been getting booted through. So they have yeah. enough time to get down the field, maybe set up for a field goal and get a lead going into the halftime. Hornybrook a junior, but being looked at by colleges, so you know he has the ability to go down the field. 44 seconds to go in this first half. They take over at their own 39. Hornybrook looking to throw three wide receivers. He's going to go deep. Take a shot deep. It's about four yards in front of the receiver, Andy Pancoast, and it'll bring up second down. And I guess with getting the... Getting the football back to start the half, if you're Malvern, you take one shot and maybe now you see what you get on the ground and, and try and set yourself up. Yeah, I like the idea. Get to, Try to see if we can get there. Um, you know, 39 seconds to go. I believe they have two timeouts remaining. Not sure if they want to go on the ground here. Maybe. I mean, they've had a lot of success, something EA's probably not going to ex- uh, expect. But I uh, won't be surprised if they do hand it off the gallon and see what he can get. Now, Gallon is lined up and then as the near side receiver. Out of this formation, four wide receivers, three to that far side. Hornybrook takes the snap out of the gun. He's looking to throw, looking to throw, and he's brought down for a loss of yardage. A sack, number six this time. Evan Butts doing it defensively. And there you go, Butts coming in there and making an outstanding uh, play. The big sack on Hornybrook, so... Looks like Malvern Prep is going to let this clock run and be content going into the half tied up after uh, 
letting up 14 answered points to Episcopal Academy. So clock winding down here with eight seconds to go. We're going to go to half in a tie ball game, and EA has scored 14 unanswered here in the second quarter. It's 14-14 at half. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. 